What up? Welcome to the Beneath the Dirt podcast where we profile and showcase underground music while taking an occasional trip above the surface. I'm your host, Rombone. Thank you for tuning in. Now, this week, I reached out for a special guest. A few weeks ago, I was on the Carnival Spirits every Saturday afternoon podcast with Shanzi and Scotty Two Balls. So I reached out to Shanzi, asked him if he would like to be on the show. He gladly accepted the invite. So we had a nice little conversation, talked about a bunch of shit, the Brother EP, talked about a la Zulilu, Record Store Day, New Yellow Wolf, bunch of other shit. It was a good time. He was a good guest. I look forward to working with those guys over at Carnal Spirits and Shanzi some more. So without any further ado, let's get into the show. All right, what up, man? Not shit. Chill. Thanks for having me on. Nope. No problem. Thank you for having me on. I mean, uh, thank you for coming on. <laughs> um, so yeah, this week we've had a few things go down in the underground. We had Violent J release his brother EP. Oh yeah. With oh, yeah. the Steve Meets Abu uh bonus disc. Um so it sounds like they repressed a thousand copies of the Brother EP, and then they did two hundred of the limited Steve Meets a Boo. Did you get your order in for the Brother EP? Yeah, I was able to get it in. Uh, yeah, like last minute. I think I was able to get it in like the last hundred orders. So I think that it would sell out in like an hour, some shit like that. Yeah, it was quick. I'd say maybe two hours at the most. Yeah, because I woke up. I think around like one thirty that day, one thirty, two o'clock. Check my messages. Scotty Balls was like, "Yeah, Brother EP is live right now. If anybody wants to go order it, so I ordered it." And literally, I think like thirty minutes later, Fagos Lovers posted that there's like eighty three copies left, like eighty one, eighty three copies. Like within the thirty minutes, I ordered it. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got it within like fifteen minutes of seeing. I think somebody in the museum posted it before even ICP or anybody posted it. So I got yeah. that shit with the quickness. Oh, um, yeah. Did you get your copy yet? Nah, I'm fucking tracking it, and it says it's not going to be here till Wednesday. Oh, damn. I, I got I got mine yeah. yesterday, and I didn't even do the uh, rush delivery. I just did the normal. Yeah, I just did the normal, too. Which the shit, though, is merch now is that look. Look, Merch Now was in line for a fucking bitch slap if they didn't start getting their fucking orders coming in right. But, like, literally I put it in, and I think the next day it said it had already shipped out, but it's, like, going to take a week. Oh, damn. Yeah, so what can you do? Right. So I guess the Steve meets a boo. If you get it, it comes sealed inside the brother EP. Right. Because Scotty Balls trolled the fuck out of me and was like, there's an easy way to see if you got one. It'll say, like, the mail will say, like, two items inside. But then he uh, found <laughs> out. Yeah, I found out it fucking is inside it. So I was like, oh, well, I'm shit out of luck because mine just says quantity is one. So I guess I'm asked out on getting it. Right. But but he was just trolling the, he was just trolling the fuck out of me. So That's funny. But, yeah, I mean, I've heard the tracks already but they're all right what do you think of the tracks i really like the frog I yeah I like, I like i think i like the frog better than the actual steve meets a boo song yeah what the fuck i only listened to it both of them once so i can't really form an opinion yet but yeah they're both kind of just eh. yeah i've listened to i think steve meets a boo probably about three times yeah, but it's it's an all right track. It's a nice little bonus track, I guess. Like just right. something for the collection. Yeah, it's dope that they do that. I guess it kind of makes them uh, gives a, a people excuse to go and buy the CD again, just in yeah, case. I'm really, I'm really glad they fucking did it because they canceled the whole tour. And the day they canceled the tour, I was actually in my cart to fucking uh buy my copy or buy my ticket 
So I'm really glad I didn't do that. And I thought I was asked out on the brother EP, but uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm still salty about that shit. I had a ticket. I had my VIP. Oh fuck, that sucks, Dick. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I got yeah. to, I got to meet Shaggy and get that gloomy Sunday EP. So that was dope. Yeah, it took a little while. Like when I went to the Shaggy show, they fucking uh, didn't have them there, so they had to mail it out. It took a like almost. A month and a half, two months. I know some people, I know Echoside fans still waiting for his fucking copy. And they were one of the first stops on the tour. So. Yeah, Mitchell from Murder Mayhem still waiting for his copy, too. Really? Yeah. Fuck. God damn. Yeah. The, the, the Worcester show that I went to was the first show that they had the CDs. And they ended up running out of lanyards, so they were giving everybody two CDs instead. Right. So they just ended up fucking themselves by handing out double the CDs. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I did fucking VIP for that Shaggy show, too. It was uh, was pretty tight. They didn't fucking let us on stage for the last song, but I wasn't tripping. It wasn't any Fago or Mageddon or anything, so. Yeah, I didn't really care about that either. Shaggy's a cool motherfucker, too. Yeah, he's real chill. Yep. But uh, are these... these, uh, fucking brother eps are they repress or are they just like leftovers i thought they were just straight up leftovers i thought they were leftovers and i was on the psychopathic museum earlier and a dude showed he has the first pressing he bought a copy at juggalo weekend and then he got the new one apparently the new one has the coloring is different on the cover oh shit so yeah, people and, who have the original have a nice little, nice little gem. Right. That's pretty tight. Yeah. Because I know, I know originally it didn't even come with the case, right? Like they didn't get the cases in time. Right. It just came in like a little uh, white paper sleeve. Mm-hmm. So that and, that's like mega rare. They did what? Two shows? Yeah. I think they did the Michigan show and then the one out where you are. So yeah. I think, yeah, they did two shows. That does kind of suck that it got canceled. I felt really bad for Esham. Yeah, me too. He got he got hosed on that deal big time. Yeah, but I mean, what can you do? And he's heading out on his own solo tour now. Hell yeah, he's he's stopping by here. I'm pl- uh, trying going to it. It's yeah. a live show. I'm hoping. Oh, he's touring with a live band now. Yeah, I think so. That's what. Uh, Guido told me he say he has a live band. No shit. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So that should be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, the Afraid of the Dark tour. Yeah, he's coming to like about an hour out. I'm going to try to make it. It's during the week, but I wonder yeah. what songs he would be playing with a full fucking band. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's interesting as fuck. Like when Twisted toured with the Wickedness, that was like that made more sense because they have like rock songs. Right. So yeah, that made sense. And finished up their mystery uh, tour, didn't they? Mystery era tour? When that yeah. last show, like last night? It was. Um, it's tonight, actually. Oh, it is tonight? Yeah. I went um, I went to the one on Friday. Hell yeah. Didn't you, what'd you get? What shows? I, are... I got the. Green Book, Mansmith Mutant, and Independence Day era. Uh, too bad. It was the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was the era I least wanted to see. I love Green Book, but those other albums right. are kind of like. Ugh. But right. if you think about it, you take the best songs from Mansmith Mutant and Independence Day, plus you add Green Book, which every song is good on that album. Exactly. You get a good show. It was really fun. Yeah, I saw fucking videos from it. it looked fucking packed. It looked so it was packed. uh it was sold out. And then Friday or the day before the show, they released like thirty tickets. Those sold out in like ten minutes. And then the day of the show, they released like another like twenty, I want to say. And them okay. shit sold out in like another like ten minutes. So that that place was fucking jammed. Yeah, I saw I saw fucking videos of it. It looks fucking. They look pretty fucking hype. They don't come around here that much 
yep. recently for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah, they've been coming like an hour and a half out. Like oh, they, damn. Used, it's weird. Like during Abominations, like the first leg of that, they went to this place called Headliners, and when Abominations dropped, like that fucking line was all the way around the fucking block, and then like they just kind of got kept going to like smaller and smaller venues, and now they just don't come around here anymore. I think That's last, weird. yeah, I think the last time they were here was Spooktacular. So, no shit. Yeah. Yeah, the venue they played here the other day, they they usually play the big room, which holds 2,000, but they played the room that holds like 500. Oh, okay. So I'm not surprised that it sold out because... Oh, it looked like more than 500 people in there. Yeah, it was was a sardine can in that motherfucker. It was hot as hell. Yeah, get nice and hot and sweaty. A lot of balls. Dicks to asses. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's how i like it i the only thing at leaving that show i was like man i want a green book show now like i want a front to back green book show that would be dope yeah that's what i'm waiting for that's my favorite twisted album yeah that's up hands up down. there for me hands down that that's probably my favorite yeah really good album yeah i think the only song i don't really care for too much on that for some reason is uh bobby's dad I don't know why. I just never really cared for that track. The only one I don't like really on that is uh, Speculations with 40. Oh, you're fucking high. Are you serious? Yeah, Yeah, man. I don't know. It's it's something about that beat. Because when I saw they were doing a track with 40, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be dope. Right. Because 40, I mean. It's not really a banger track that 40 usually goes over. That might be it. Right. So, yeah, and that album was my introduction to Tech Nine as well. Really? Yeah i I had heard of him before that, but I never listened to him. And then he had like eight bars on it, like half a verse, and I was like, "All right, I gotta go get this dude's CD." Like, right? So that was probably around what when Everready came out. Uh, Absolute Power was out. Absolute Power was out. Yeah, Yeah. Tech was probably out. Yeah, apparently there's like a whole nother part of that verse that got lost or fucked up or something from what I hear. Of Tech Nine? Yeah, like there's like a whole nother part of that. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, but they don't know what happened to it. I remember, I think I heard Jamie say that once in the interview. Huh. That would have been dope if he had a full fucking verse. I wonder what that sounds like. Yeah, they might might find it later. Kyle like they did the second part of uh i don't know if that second part of uh how does it feel was new or not it sounded newer on, yeah uh, that was TV. definitely recorded yeah yeah that's what i figured that's what i figured yeah because you could tell monoxide's verse like the way he's rapping on there like monoxide's a way better rapper now than he was on most tasteless i'd agree as far as like flow wise yeah, especially on that new shit they just dropped. I really like that a lot. Have you heard that shit? Which one? Uh, something new. Like that, I yeah, just listened new. to it last night, and Monoxide killed that. Mm-hmm. I'm not too big on the fucking chorus, but those verses are fucking fire. Yeah, they are. It's it's weird because we get like, how, we've got what four songs so far from Generation Nightmare. I think so. And three of them are just like straight in your face, like wrapping their asses off. And then we get this out of left field fucking radio rock song. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I dig it, but it's just completely sounds way different than the other songs. Yeah. I just don't think it's my style of music too much. I wasn't really feeling magic spells too much. I just think it's not really my style. But yeah. They, they always throw those kind of rock tracks on their albums. Right. So. But I don't know. That drops the same day as Zool's, right? It does, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a few weeks out from that. Yep. Yep. A few weeks out. I'm hyped for that. I'm I'm especially hyped for Zool. I'm curious to hear what they're gonna come up with. Yeah. After after releasing the Almighty, like what six months ago at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. So and they just put that on vinyl. I just got that in the mail today, actually. Oh, the fucking vinyl? Yeah. Nice. 
I got the uh, the one with the where they got the horns in the teeth. Horns in the teeth. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're like three different covers, weren't they? Yeah, there's two covers, and then there's three different vinyls. There's I forget. There's like a red and yellow, red with yellow cloud, then a red yellow, and then a red and black or something. Okay. Okay. So. But I got the the one with the horn and the teeth cover. I haven't opened the vinyl to see what the actual vinyl looks like. I know they're fucking uh, releasing that fucking Trick or Treat EP on vinyl for Record Store Day. And I might actually have to skip out on that because on the same fucking day, Bone Thugs is re-releasing East 99 on vinyl. So... I think yeah. I'm going to have to go East 99 on that. My opinion. I mean, Bone Thugs East ninety nine is such a classic. Probably one of my favorite. I'd put that in my top twenty for sure. What favorite hip hop albums? Yeah, yeah. If not top ten, a lot of good memories with that fucking album. Yeah. Like every time I listen to it, I just picture me like probably middle school, high school, just on the bus. It's one of those albums that just takes you back to a simpler time. Right, right. Just simple times. Yeah, Bone Thugs is the shit. Yeah, I got my I got my record store day list. I got Bone Thugs, Zarface, Jedi Mind Tricks is releasing Visions of Gandhi. And then the Twisted oh, Trick no or Treat EP. Yeah. Damn. So those would be the the four I pick up. It's a pretty small list compared to the previous years. Right. Yeah, fucking last year for vinyl store or record store day. Not last year. Or the last one. Might have been last year. When Jekyll Brothers was released. I was one of the fucking assholes that got the same copy of the same disc. Oh really? Yeah. I was Damn. One of those assholes. And I told Shaggy he's like, yo, hold on to that motherfucker. That's rare. Like, <laughs> yeah. He goes but but I ended up getting another copy, and it had so now I have both faces of the Jekyll brothers. So and one oh, just dope. a mis, yeah, one's just a misprint. So I'm not tripping too much. No. Yeah, I ended up having to drive like an hour out to get Jack. Everywhere I went that was around me had Jake, and I had to I called like fucking seventeen stores or something like that <clears throat> to get the other face. But I ended up copping that. Yeah. And uh, last year, in the same day, they had Ill Bill released the What's Wrong with Bill box set. That's probably my favorite album by Ed's Dead. Uh, Has to be. I, yeah. Such a classic. Necro's production on that. So dope. Yeah. But that, that box set was like $120. I was like, whoa. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't I couldn't, know about that. Yeah, I couldn't spring for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. It is a dope album. I have the CD. That's good enough for me, I guess. Yeah. But um, no uh, record store day release for ICP this year. Mm-mm. Well, in the Fearless Fred Fury, they had a bunch of vinyls they were going to release. I think we're getting what? Fuck off, Tempest. Eye of the Storm, Calm. Yep. Forgotten Freshness 1 and 2, Wizard of the Hood, and might be it. I think that's it. I think that's all. Uh, the, did you say The Shining? Are we getting The Shining? Yeah, that, I don't remember yeah, that in there. Yeah, that was in there. Well, still waiting on that supervillain's greatest hits <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah, the but, hit list. Yeah, hit list. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows if that's dropping at this point? Mm. And what would it com- com- I mean, what would it really comprise of? They only put out one album officially. From what I understand, it's like tracks from Furious, some like n- new tracks mixed in with uh some of those tracks that uh Esham and Lavelle had the rights to, like that Esham released. Yeah. So, okay. Just from what I understand. Right. 
I mean, that'd be but, interesting. And maybe they'd be better quality. Cause I remember when he released them, like the quality was kind of shit on them. Yeah. I was on a podcast. Yeah. And I already know what track is definitely not going to be on there now. No, <laughs> that song will definitely not be on there. Mm-mm. Nah, not in 2019. <laughs> uh, hell, hell no. I remember when, when they released it, it was kind of cringeworthy then. I was like, oh man, really? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like, that's what we're doing? But that's the persona, you know? Right, right, they're super not, villains. Yeah, they're not supposed to be nice. Right. So... I'm curious. I mean, supervillains are scheduled to perform on the Gathering website. Have they released some acts that are playing? I know we got all psychopathic, obviously. Yeah, it's all psychopathic, and then it says supervillains are playing. Okay. And they have it listed as just ICP and Esham, so it won't be... I don't think... Yeah, it won't be the gimmick. Thank God. Yeah, I didn't like that gimmick at all. Yeah, yeah. Kind of throwing no disrespect to Lavelle, but kind of throwing him in there, kind of threw it off for me. Yeah, it would have been way better just ICP and Isham. I mean, their chemistry together—it speaks for itself, really. Right. Really dope. All those songs, like especially during that time, migraine headache, um, boom, and all them songs that they recorded together. Right, hard times. Yep, hard times. Like, so fucking good. Uh, no, I guess you couldn't consider Dumb Boys a Sibivone song. It's just a me and Jay song. Yeah. So. Um, did but that's you s- the shit, though. That is the shit, and I hope it goes down. I'm wondering where we haven't heard anything from Isham on his status or his relationship with ICP at this point. Right. Um, I know a few years, a few years back, he was saying he wouldn't perform at a gathering again. Right. He got like a four o'clock time slot. And like it went to like six, I think like he did like a two hour fucking set. Yeah. I remember people saying that he did like a super long set at that gathering. Yeah. Yeah. By that time, the mushrooms are wearing off and I got to go bed by. <laughs> so, <laughs> night night. Yeah, it's night night time. Um, did you see the psychopathicrecords.com relaunch? Nah. So, under the artist section, ABK and DJ Clay are not listed as artists on Psychopathic Records. No shit. Yep. Huh. They're on the fucking flyer. Right. That's what, like, when when I saw the Gathering website, I'm like, oh, okay. Clay and Killa are still here. And they just relaunched psychopathicrecords.com the other day for um, building up hype for the Fury Fest. And I clicked on artists because I wanted to see if they updated it. And they did. And they took out Clay and ABK. Yeah, no, some shit went down where like Clay got replaced by Carlito, right? On the fuck the fuck off, motherfucker tour, the solo tour, right? Still, I still really know what happened with that, but no idea. That's that's, that's kind of fucked. Yeah, they just removed him from the tour. No word why. No word from Clay why. And then and it. And it, ABK has just become like a free agent for like the past, what, 10 years? <laughs> right. Ever since fucking so, Medicine Bag. Yeah. And that was released, what, like 2009? I want to say, I was going to say 10 or 11. Huh. So it's been a good minute. Yeah. And he's been working heavily with the M&E camp. Yeah. Um, well, that drive, that new drive-by... Which that shit's hard as fuck. That's probably my new favorite drive-by album. That uh, I don't even think that had Magic Ninja on it at all. It was just uh, Grundy Entertainment and Native. Right. World, yeah. No. No Native. Yeah. I mean, no um, M and E logo or anything on it at all. Hmm. But it's like he did the live. He did a live during the drive-by tour on Facebook, and he's like. 
talking about saying he's still signed to Psychopathic. He's going to be doing Shapeshifter and then releasing two more albums. Yeah, I remember seeing that. He's like in the car smoking yeah. or something like that. They're driving somewhere. Yeah, he say he's psychopathic for life. Right. And he's still signed just for that to happen. It's kind of it's kind of fucked. I know he has like he's kind of like in a weird position right now where he says like it seems like people don't really support his shit when he releases it just on his own. Right. They'll only uh, support his psychopathic shit, which there's definitely a a better quality when he releases something on a big label. Yeah. So. Yeah, when he releases like the the features albums, they just don't sound as good. Nah, I got a the Killer Features one, and I actually think. It's the last song I asked uh, DC Fago guy if his is like that. He never answered me back about it. But on the last song on that, you can actually hear like clipping and shit. Like, oh, really? Yeah, in the track. Like there's like clipping in the chorus and shit. I'm like, ooh. Damn. I yeah, I don't know how that got glossed over, but it did. Right. I know he had, before ICP took Straight Jacket, he had Straight Jacket doing all his mixes and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, that, that Shapeshifter be EP, I'm pretty sure was done by Straight Jacket. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, shit think, sounds good. Yeah, I think Wicked had some heads in that too when he was still on there. Right. It 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 sucked to have Killin not on Psychopathic. Right. Yeah, he was... That That's a damn shame. He was like one of the last old school ones. Right. Still left. And that's like, I don't think it's his choice to not be on Psychopathic if, in fact, he's not on Psychopathic. Right. Well, Shapeshifter's been put on the fucking back burner. Like, forever. I think that's like a time capsule of lost albums we'll probably never get to hear. He says it's coming out this year. Uh, I'm holding my breath. Let's just say that. And And I might pass out. <laughs> uh, I might pass out before I even see it. So I think I was thinking after I saw that, I'm like, all right, if he's not on Psychopathic, he has Shapeshifter. One of the main reasons why he hasn't released it is because Wicked had production on it. Yep. If he's a free agent at this point, he could do whatever he wants with that album. And maybe right. he could get back with Wicked, have Wicked finish it and mix it, make it sound good. If that is in case the, you know, him not being on psychopathic, it uh, it just that just really sucks. I mean, I, I wouldn't blame him at this point to be honest. If he just went to M and E, I wouldn't either. All his boys are over there, and right. I mean, he's stuck it out long. He stayed out of the beef too, like right. out of everything. I think him and Blaze. And boondocks from old artists are pretty much everybody's staying out of it. If anything, I thought Killer could kind of be that middleman to like maybe eventually make peace between the two. Yeah, like bridge the gap. Right. But because I mean, I remember from back in the day seeing shit with Violent J, like he was a big fan of ABK. Like he would pump him up like big time. I'm going inside. Fucking cold. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that sucks, but at least... So if he's off the fucking website, I guess, speculation's over that he's, like, not there and he's just doing independent shit. He might... I don't know. He might have just distribution through major labels and whoever wants to buy the album, pick it up and sell it. That might be where he goes. Yeah. So. I'd like him see... To, I'd like him see... or I'd like to see him go to M&E. Yeah, speaking, well, if Clay's on it, or Clay's off, we're still waiting on that fucking 17 mixtape. Remember when that shit was being promoted? Yeah. And that, that's another thing with Psychopathic. I, I like, don't promote shit. Don't say shit if it's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. They kind, of, they kind of get ahead of themselves sometimes, but that's kind of always been their style. Right. We're still waiting on fucking bloody brothers but apparently right. they gave that gimmick to boondocks so 
Didn't Violent J at the last gathering say that they're bringing Bloody Brothers back? Yep. And Looney Goons is the new group, which no word on that yet. Yeah, once they started, once he started saying that, I was like, all right, stop. Don't get too fucking ahead of yourself now. <laughs> Slow down. Yeah, I'm still waiting on Karma Forest over here. For real. Although I would take Fearless Fred Fury the way it is and wait for Karma F- uh, Forest. Oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. There's no question about it. Like, F- Fury was such a good album. Yeah, it was. And it was like I needed, like it needed to be good. Holy shit! Yeah. Even the uh, flip the rat EP or album is pretty fucking good. I enjoy that. Yeah, for some reason the song I go back to a lot is Splish Splash. I don't know why. That's a dope song. I see people <laughs> hating on it. I'm like, come on, that's a dope I, track. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why people are hating on it. I mean, fucking Devereaux's production on that's fucking insane. Fucking Jay's flowing his ass off on that track. Yeah. Definitely. So maybe it's the chorus. To me, it just reminds me of like classic, like a classic ICP sex song, basically. Right. Like just like, right. Just over the top fucking subject matter. And I mean, and who doesn't like forensic files? Who doesn't like, you know? Right. So. Right. I just right. wish uh, DJ Paul actually had a verse on that song. Oh, fucking fight back. Yeah, that was a hard right. track. Yeah. And then Hoodoo, Hoodoo had a dope verse. I, I felt like Ouija had a dope verse for his part. Oh, Hoodoo fucking killed his verse. Yeah. And I'm not that big of a Hoodoo fan, but that was really, that was, yeah. I don't know what it is. It it gets kind of like monotone to me, I guess. Like just it feel like it just feels like it. Like the next song is the same song I've been listening to for like four songs. Damn, that's harsh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but God damn it. He did kill it on that track, and then his new song that he put out was actually pretty good. Yeah, Bitch, I'm Gone. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's hard as fuck. Yeah, so I dig that, but other than that, nah. Sorry, I am uh, had a little accident over here at my house, so if I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's what's up, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm having to clean up my dog. Oh got no into, doubt. Got into some shit and got sick all over my floor. It's all so good. When, when I fucking hang up with you, I'm gonna have to fucking shampoo my carpet. She got into some looks like some ramen. Oh yummy. Yeah, yeah. Gross. Well, that's as good as it's gonna get for now. So um so uh, yeah, ABK and Clay no longer on psychopathicrecords.com. That's fucked. Well, I know at least Clay, he has that, what is it, armed robbery, uh, is that what it's called? Like armed robbery production or something? It's like him and Bales. Right, yeah. And I know yeah. he was working on an album. He was like talking about him working on an album. Yeah, it's been a minute since we got a Clay album. Right. His, his last fucking The Sideways Room was just basically like a big EDM mix, which, yeah. Eh. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of that kind of yeah. music. Yeah. yeah, not not just like sitting at home listening to it. Maybe at like a party or something. But right, right. I dug his mixtapes that he put out, and I enjoyed his like solo songs that were on there as well. Right. I did, the only one I didn't really care for was a uh, a world upside down. That was a huge disappointment for me. Um. Like, I'm trying to remember what songs are on that one. That's the one. Uh, it has Goblin on it. It has uh, the Scream remix. It has uh, that uh, Tilt a World song or Ferris Wheel song with uh, Whitney Payton. Oh yeah, there's there's a few good songs on there. You you just got sick again, didn't you? You did. You fucking asshole. Fucking dogs. Asshole. That's what that's what you get for getting some ramen. Thank you, thank you. And they dogs dogs are the best because they don't learn their fucking lesson. Nope. 
they're like, oh, I'm going to do that again. <laughs> I'm just going to eat my puke again and puke it back up. <laughs> anyway, but I yeah, guess th- I'll get that. There was a few good songs on there. Um, that scream, that scream, Rainbow's on that's fucking hard though. Yeah, that's when they had fucking Joe Strange in the mix. Yep, shit was sounding nice and clean. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no more. Uh, as far as psychopathic records, no more Clay, no ABK. Clay's kind of whatever. ABK is really the bummer for me. Yeah, that's kind of a that's kind of a blow to my stomach. That makes me yeah. sad. I'm depressed now. It's like, what the fuck, man? What did he do? You ruined my fucking day. Yeah, by telling me that. Good job. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, well, at least he's still performing. I don't think there's any bad blood there. He's still going to perform at the gathering. Yeah, he puts on a fucking dope show too. Oh yeah, I remember was... back in the day before he left Psychopathic. The first time, he was like, I, I could have debated anybody that he would have been bigger at Twisted at one point because he was headlining He was headlining the room that ICP and Twisted would sell out, and he was headlining that shit himself. Oh, shit. And Blaze couldn't do that at that point. And I'm like, fuck, man, this dude's bigger than Blaze. Like, Dirty, his- dirty History Era? I'd say ABK was bigger than Blaze. No shit, you think so? I think so, yeah. Hmm. People at least at least in this area anyway, people were uh, going okay. nuts for ABK. Yeah, because whenever he came here, like it was always small venues and like I'd say when ABK came. I think last time I saw him on a solo tour he was with Boondocks. And yeah. There was only like maybe fifty people. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I've heard his tours now have been a lot smaller. You don't come around here no more. No. I think, I think it's me. <laughs> They're like, fuck Shanzi. Mm-hmm. Pretty much of that asshole. They had probably 150 people at the drive-by tour in Boston I went to. Okay. So, and well, that, that, that ain't bad. No, and that played, the, it was a smaller venue. It held, I think, max capacity was like 200, something like that. Yeah, because I remember... I saw some videos, and for a while there, it was looking like the struggle tour. Yeah, that Barstool Sports. <laughs> um, do you see that? Uh, yeah, it was like and, 15 people there. Uh, yeah, that's fucking rough. Yeah. But I saw plenty of other sh- stops where it was like pretty packed. Yeah. It's kind of think- like what the Axis Family Tour is like now. Yeah, uh, that was packed here, but they played a venue that only hold 150 people. I know uh, Zool's fucking killing it right now. Like when they came here for Xmas this year, that bitch was actually more packed than the solo Shaggy tour. So really? I was kind of yeah, I was kind of blown away by that. Maybe it's because I'm in such close proximity of like where they blew up. They're from oh, like okay. what? Yeah, they're from like what? Dayton? Something I think like so. That. Something yeah, like they're like that, from yeah. Dayton. Yeah, so that might be it. But that fucking Axmas show was was fucking off the hook, man. I was Those... supposed to go to this after party, and uh, Zul was going to show up, but I ended up getting too fucked up, and my window of opportunity to get home safe was closing. <laughs> I Ubered though, so there I'm you all go. Good. I Ubered though. Yeah, those Axe boys fucking put on a dope, dope show. Yeah. The only thing I kind of wish, the only thing I kind of wish, I wish they like with Psycho. I'm still going to say this. I think Psycho was more of a diverse project than The Almighty and what they've been doing lately. So I think they were trying to not really play with too many different sounds. And they wanted to come out strong. Maybe. Could be it. But I love, I think Almighty is is their best project only because it's so refined and like you can hear kind of 
rough spots maybe on psycho i love psycho that was right. the album that was the album i i uh first listened to sam and i'm like damn these dudes are legit because i kept hearing their name and once you keep hearing someone's name over and over and over you're like all right i have I to guess, yeah you gotta listen to it. it and then i'm like oh shit these dudes and masks and you see the masks I don't know. For me, anytime I see face paint, masks, I'm kind of turned <laughs> o- turned off at this point. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of weary about it, right? And I'm right. like, yeah. but the music is so good. It's like, okay, the music's really good, and they all look exactly the same. I kind of dig it because you don't really know who's who, right? It's really some creepy Texas Chainsaw Massacre type shit, and they do a real good job with hiding their identity because I have. Uh, Joe Black and I want to say I, I got Billy on Facebook and I'm like going through their pictures and I don't think there's a lick of their actual face on there. Nope. I saw. <laughs> so I'm like, God damn. Yeah, man. They, it's like ICP back in the day. Right. Yeah. And you figure like with the internet now, Jay's pretty much like now it's almost fucking pointless for us to paint our faces because everybody right. knows what we look like. Yeah. Hell, even in the Adam 22 interview, they're like, oh, here's a picture of what they look like without the paint. Right. Right. And Jay's probably like, why'd you have to use a fat Jay picture? <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, my only complaint with the Axis family tour was Alazululu didn't headline. And really? No, I guess they were, they were switching off each night. Okay. So it was co-headline switching off each night and they both only played for a half hour each. That's fucked. Yeah. I, when I heard that they were headlining over A and B, I'm like, well, that's fucking, that almost says something right there. Cause A and B has been in the game for way that's what I thought. like bigger yeah, or they've been bigger for longer. They've probably been in the game the same time. Right. Same amount of time, but yeah, that's what I thought too. Until I went to the show and a and b headlined i was like oh and then i asked somebody and they're like yeah they're alternating each night i was like oh okay i thought i thought alazululu was headlining the tour i'm just i don't know how you stand on i don't know where you stand on lsp but i probably would have just kind of sat down for that i'm not a big lsp fan so i'm not a big lsp fan but i really like insane poetry yeah he's uh, really good yeah i think I, I, he get. i think he gets held back um by collaborating with scum because scum's not like super lyrical dude right he's just straight to the point you know just in your face brutal rap mm-hmm. whereas insane poetry like if you hear him on the almighty album dude can be lyrical as fuck and come with some dope lines yeah and he has a dope voice too, in my opinion. And once I really started to get into Dark Half, that's when fucking Gino died. And I was like, oh well, I guess that's the end of uh that's the end of getting into Dark Half. Now I just got all the all the back that, catalog. Yeah, that was fucking sad because that uh, same with me. I was just getting into Dark Half heavy right around that same time. And I could have I could have swore I, at that time, I was saying fucking Dark Half and Ala Zululu. These are the two next fucking groups right here. Yeah. Gino's voice was super powerful. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a big Damien fan, but definitely Gino was what drew me they, into them more than anything. Yeah, they worked well together. They balanced each right. other well. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't bump Damien's solo shit much, but Dark Half, I fucking, especially that Graveyard Blues album. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Apparently they're gonna re-release. Uh, Damien was saying that that ne- that album was never properly mixed and mastered. They okay. just kind of released it, so he's getting it mixed and remastered. So it's, apparently it's gonna sound a lot better. Fuck yeah. And they have going to be releasing unre- the stuff that they were working on for their ne- uh, next album. Wasn't that supposed to be released? 
they were like working on like an album when Gino died. Like I think he said they were going to release it. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like he's still, I don't know, putting on fi- final touches on it or whatever, okay. but yeah, I'm excited to hear that. Fuck it. Did- I'm a, I'm going to backtrack a little bit here. Go back to Zool fucking from what I understand. Now, this is just what I heard. It's purely speculation. But I think uh, it was Guido that told me this. He fucking said uh, on the song uh, Dead, fucking Violent J was supposed to be doing the chorus and Shaggy and J were supposed to have a verse on that track. But we all know why that probably didn't happen. Yeah. And a bunch of the songs, I think, from what I hear on Church Azul, actually had some ICP verses recorded, but they just redid them without their verses. That's going to be on Church Azul. No shit. Yeah. But So we'll probably never hear those until probably Azul's off Magic Ninja, whenever that is. Or there's I don't know. peace between the two. I fucking hope so, because there's a certain point where I was like, "All right, this is this is fun, this is entertaining," but now it's just to me, at points, I just don't give a fuck anymore. Nah, man, it's so played out. I, yeah, I think I'm just to the point where I just I just don't give a fuck anymore. Like people can have their opinions or whatever, you know, but I'm just gonna kind of listen to music I like. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, and I was I was I just said that on my last podcast because on my last episode I was talking about the stream that monoxide had where he basically, you know, told a couple stories and, you know, Oh, the ICP or Jay and Shaggy punch and Jamie story. Right. (laughs) Um, and I was saying like how it's refreshing to finally hear someone else's side from the other side. Cause we've only been getting one side for so long. And I feel like it's been like some of those grievances, right? Maybe not all of them, but yeah. And, like, I don't know. I just. And, and personally for me, I just don't like to peek behind the curtain too much. Yeah, man. It's not really any of our business. People picking sides. Like, it's it still boggles my mind that the amount of fucking hate Twisted gets. I mean, I could see it. I can totally under, understand it. But I can also see why people are pissed at ICP as well, you know. Right. That's why I'm just kind of, there's, it's like I always say, truth's always somewhere in the middle. Exactly. So. Enjoy um, the music. If you enjoyed Twisted before, you can still enjoy them now. And if you listen to ICP before, you can still enjoy it now. Right. I still do stand by. I think they really did fuck up by not going to the march. I mean, I just, I, I, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I think they really shot themselves in the foot with that. And I think that's really where a lot of it stems from. Because I was fucking... When I found out they <clears throat> weren't going to be at the march, that actually fucking boggled my mind. I even told like some of my homies who really aren't into it. But I was like, yeah, man, Twist is not going to be at the march. They're like, what? Are you fucking serious? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. But... From listening to Monoxide on that stream, it just I feel like they just didn't want to put up with... Violent J at that point. That that could be it. It's just two big massive egos colliding with each other. Right. Right. It's like an unstoppable object meets an unmovable what is it? Unstoppable force meets an unmovable object. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. And I still stand by, I think we just need to have one big group counseling session. Exactly. Both in one room, make like however long it takes just to see what the fuck's going on. Right. But in all honesty, I don't think I really want to know. I wouldn't mind if one day both sides came out and were like, hey, we're good. And, and if, no no explanation behind it. Just, hey, we're good and fucking we're going to move forward and shit, we might even work with each other. And if it's all a work, this has been one of the greatest works of all time. No shit, right? <laughs> but I don't. But I don't. But I don't think it's a work. Like in the back of my mind, that always pops up, right? And then it's quickly just like destroyed by like everything. Yeah, that, too like, much. Has too much on. shit has happened, right? Um, but I was. But I will say, 
I mean, Ebony's definitely putting out some good music. They really are. That, that new Gorilla Voltage album, you heard that shit? I don't know if you're into Gorilla Voltage or not. I've been bigging up that album since it came out. Dude, that shit's fucking hard. I like oh. it a lot better than Apex. Yeah, I liked Gorilla Voltage. I thought the Damn Dirty Apes album was cool. I thought Apex was cool. But it was nothing that like I was like, oh, I'm... Like my mind's blown or anything, right? So when the new album came out, I didn't, I didn't pre-order it or anything. I just, I did a listening party for it, and I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute, this is really fucking good." Yeah, and I still bump it, and it's been out for like two months now. Right, there's some really good fucking songs on there. Like they definitely improved. There's a. That's another group that just kind of wants to make music and stays out of it. Yep. So as the, as they should, really. I mean, I don't think they really have any stock in it. You know. No. Like at all. No. Um, but yeah, that album's really fucking good. I enjoy that album a lot. Um, you bumped that new Dirtball, right? Oh yeah. That's. That's the- really good yeah it took your fucking advice i was like all right let me give dirt ball this new dirt ball a, a listen because uh what was his last like full-length album we put out Wasn't nervous it, system uh, yeah it was nervous system and that was had to be going on nine years now uh came out in 2012 seven years ago 12 12 yeah are you sure no yep. i don't think it was too uh, maybe because it was right at it was right after they released because they all dropped solo albums after um long live the kings that's right because that fucking nervous system came with that uh dirtball does the hits i wish i had that version you don't have that version no i only have the single disc version oh fuck that's bonus disc pretty cool yeah, I'd like Man. to. I've heard it. I've listened to it on YouTube and shit. I but I'd mm-hmm. like to have the disc of it. But I was thoroughly surprised by his new shit. Like, really fucking surprised. Yeah, like the the production on it, and he's got Kuma guy who did all the Cottonmouth Kings production. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he got he got Kuma guy doing most of the production on that album, and he had a couple other dudes doing production. But I mean, you could tell if you know that, like Kuma guy did it. You're like, oh, okay. This definitely <laughs> makes sense, right? Yeah, that album goes fucking dumb hard. The bass on that shit is yeah. insane. That's probably one of my favorite albums so far this year. Definitely one of my favorite albums. <laughs> Absolutely, me too. The new Yellow Wolf is giving it a run for its money, though. That album is really good. That's the album I've been waiting for since the original Trunk Music. Oh much. yeah, yeah. I, I think I posted about I posted it on Instagram and you commented that. And I fucking yeah, fully agree. Yep. Now you're talking about the mixtape Trunk Music or the zero to sixty? Uh the mixtape. The mixtape, yeah. I, I liked both. I like both but, too. But I, I actually dug Love Story. I liked Love Story like a lot. But I was not feeling Trial by Fire like at all. No, I didn't like Trial by Fire. Love Story was cool. Had I'd say probably seventy five percent of the album. I yeah, that's probably, that's probably where I stand with it too. Um, and There's then definitely uh, some songs I go back to still. Yeah, and then a few mixtapes here and there that he did were cool, like that Hotel EP that he put out. I thought was really good. Hotel EP. Yeah, it was like four or five songs. I think it came out right before Love Story. That's uh, re- it's really good. I thought the one before Love Story was that Trunk Music Returns. Could have been. It, it might have been right after it then. I know it was right around that time. I'm pretty sure. Because I know Trunk Music Returns had Tennessee Love. And he loved that song so much he ended up putting it on. Oh, yeah, that's on. right. Loved, he loved it so much he ended up putting it on fucking love story yep but i'm just i'm just really glad like he did definitely go back to his roots of like what made him like hot you know like like just fucking banger after banger he's got 
personal tracks on there. And that fucking uh, We Slum track is probably in line to be a new Southern classic at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I like that he's working with DJ Paul. Oh, yeah. That Trunk Music 6 with Ritz. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That fucking beat. Ritz. uh, Ritz, it's hard to go wrong with Ritz. Really. So. And his new single just put out was tight. I like that a lot. Yeah, Ritz is dope. Um, One thing I found funny with the new the new mixtape is he has MGK on it and it's a shady records release. The new, the uh, yellow wolf's new album. Yeah. yeah. On a, on fucking what it rowdy. Yeah. And I was actually pretty impressed by MGK's verse on that. Like I kind of like MGK. He's not terrible, but he can make terrible music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's probably the best way to put it. Like right. when he gets like his pop rock, like his pop rap bag. Right. I'm like, oh my God, this is like sugar coated corn, man. Right. Yeah. If you go back and listen to like the lace up mixtape and shit that he's put that, out, like, yeah. like that was dope. Mm. But I thought he was... pretty much put out the same album for his bad boy debut. Right. So. But I thought that was kind of funny that he had MGK on a shady records release. I was like, that's kind of disrespectful. No. <laughs> you, you know that actually did not hit me until like i think the fourth listen to it and i had to remember i'm like oh yeah didn't eminem just make kill shot right <laughs> and fucking mgk just did rap uh, rap devil right huh and that rap devil was fucking dope i really like that i liked the song uh but i think we all knew eminem could out rap mgk absolutely and i think and I think Eminem definitely, I wouldn't, it was actually a really pointless beef. It was entertaining for about the week it happened. Exactly. And then after that, I'm like, uh, like I saw something pop up like two weeks ago, still talking about that beef. I'm like, oh my God, really? Jesus, yeah, I'm surprised it's, people it's are even talking about it at that, at this point. Hey man, at this point, I will say MGK might as well just go to acting because he was really fucking good in that Motley Crue movie. That's what I keep hearing, and I want to watch that movie. Yeah, he was really good in it. He plays Tommy Lee, right? Oh, yeah. He has, like, the mannerisms down and everything. Really? Almost like a speech pattern and shit like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. I keep hearing good things about that movie. But, yeah, go back to Yellow Wolf. I was thoroughly surprised. Or thoroughly Thoroughly happy for his last fucking album on Shady. I'm really glad it wasn't just like a another like a country record, borderline country, yeah, like country record, right? Uh, so it's got some slappers in it. It definitely does. I'm, I was impressed with it. Um, did you listen to the new Ill Bill Stu Bangers Cannibal Hulk? Nah, no, I haven't heard it yet. I saw you doing a listening party for it yesterday. That shit is hard. Is it? Yeah, man. Ill Bill. I mean, Ill Bill never really drops shit music. He's pretty consistent with his releases. He's usually putting out dope shit. In this album, it's short as hell. It's like 23 minutes. I'm fine with that. But it's to the point, and it's fucking effective. It's got Gore-Tex on it, Slain, Vinny Paz. Slain. I love me some Slane. Hell yeah, Slane's dope yeah. as hell. Yeah. See, I'm more like I really like when they fucking come together and do Lacoca. Yeah, I think I think that's like my favorite version of them. Like I kind like I'm not the biggest Ill Bill fan. I think it might be like me geographically, like it just doesn't vibe too well with me all the time. Okay, but I still like it. Right. I still like it. He's got some albums I definitely go to and some tracks I go to. And I love him with Lakoka and I love Slain solo shit. So, yeah, Slain. I'm, def- I'm, I'm definitely have to check it out because I think Chaos was actually mentioning that to me like the other day or like I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. He's mentioned that to me. Yeah, it's a dope album. Bill, 
Bill's on point. I like I like seeing him working with Gore-Tex again. See, I have no idea who that is. I'm not yeah. really. Oh, okay. Educated. Yeah, Gore-Tex I, I was really in uh, nonfiction with Ill Bill. Okay. Back in the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too educated on Ill Bill shit. Okay. I just kind of listened to him. Yeah. But that's a dope but album. I'm definitely check it out. So I, I, I'm taking you on, on your word. If it yep. sucks, I'm going to let you know. Do it. <laughs> I ha- I doubt you'll say it sucks, though. I'd be really surprised I, I, if you I say it sucks. Say it suck. I won't say it sucks. I might say it sucks just to troll. <laughs> so now I'm almost, I might say it sucks just, just to piss people off. Right. <laughs> Dope album. But I'm sure, I'm sure I won't. Um, you see Cut Calhoun released his next album? About fucking time. It's been yeah. a minute. I just saw that like the other day he posted it. Yep. Truth be told, dropping May seventh. Yeah. May damn, that's that's not too far out. No, a little over a month away. Is he still doing with uh Black Gold Entertainment? That's his label, right? I think so. Um I would assume so. Because he's definitely not on Strange. No, no. He hadn't been there for a while. No, and he released that EP after he left. Yeah, which was all right. Yeah, it was nothing special. Nah, no one anything right home about. I mean, it's no redheaded stepchild EP. No, so. his shit that he put out <laughs> on Strange was good too. Yeah, Red that, Brown Uncut. Mm-hmm. Feature presentation. I really did not like Black Gold at all, though. I will say that. Yeah. Black Gold, that was his last album, right? Yeah. 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 I, I think my favorite was Raw and Uncut. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's still got bangers on it. Right. But that's dope to see him fucking finally put out an album. Finally. And he just comes out of well. nowhere. Like, he hasn't been on social media in a fucking while and then just p- pops up like, hey, dropping an album. Like every time I see him post on social media, it's always like just pictures of him and his wife. And I'm like, so is he just like family man now? Is he still making music? What's the fuck's going on? Right. How the fuck is he making a living? That's what I want to know. Probably those fucking strange. uh, Yeah. Royalties. Royalties. There we go. I forgot the word for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. He did a lot of work with tech on tech's albums and those sell. So. Mm hmm. That is a dynamic, though, that I do miss with Tech's live, live performance. Yeah, Cut is missed. Is all of them on stage together. Even the 816 boys, I miss those songs. Yeah, I was really pumped when I found out or heard they threw around the idea of releasing an 816 boys album. Yeah. But... And for some reason, I don't know why, when I saw that cover, I thought it was going to be like a Christian rap album. I don't know why. What, it cuts new album? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first, first thing I saw, I was like, is he doing like <clears throat> Christian rap now? Right. Like, I was, but I was like, I don't know why I thought that. I'm sure that's not what it is. But but I'm, pr- I'm definitely excited for that. It's been a while since we've heard from Cody. I want to see what he's doing now. That'd be some shit if he came out of left field and releases a fucking Christian album out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Gave up the fucking gangsta shit for some Christian shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking what, like, what, it was Lecrae and that, like, that big Christian rapper, Lecrae. Yeah. Uh, I think that's his name. I'll listen to his music. I just know who he is. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, see, I mean... That'd be the shit though if he ended up getting a tech verse on on his new album though. That would attacking, be dope. Like attacking Chris Calico collab, just a, for good old time's sake. Yep. But I, I don't think I, I, don't, I, I don't think they have problems with each other, so it could happen. Yeah, I think. I, was there ever really an explanation why he left? Uh, yeah, he did. Like, I think it was like. Few weeks after he left, he did like a sit down interview, and from what I understand, it was just basically pretty much just 
to go do his own thing. Uh, okay. There was no no hard feelings. He was just kind of wanted to build up his own label, and you know he wasn't shit talking or nothing. It was just kind of his time, right? You know, to break off, yeah. So, um, let's see what else. I don't know. I think that's gonna wrap it up. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Hell yeah. I try to keep it uh, not too long, only because I'm still relatively new and I want to keep people's attentions. Right, right. Well, yeah. I guess it's better to just cut it off when you can, you know. Right. No, no dead air. Right. Um. Yeah. Fuck the dead air. Yeah, I like. I like. Also- I like keeping my podcast to the point, and you you get what you get, and that's it. And also, you showed me for everybody out there that's listening to this. Go check out Ouija Max page before it gets taken down. You'll get a surprise. You'll get a nice surprise. <laughs> check out Ouija Mac doing a little bit of a little bit of a dance, special dance for y'all. Yeah, he's not eating an asshole this time. So right, yeah, that that was funny. I'm like, how does this dude not get fucking just completely deleted? <laughs> oh, that post got taken down, and then he bitched about it. <laughs> right, like he's like. He's like, this is my art of like you're eating an asshole in the shower. Well, I guess right. there's a, there is an art form to that, but right. Anyway. What do you expect? Yeah. Um, you you got any social medias you want to plug? Oh shit, man! Uh, I guess follow me on Instagram, fucking Shanzi three seven ninety. I'm on Twitter, same handle. Uh, check out Carnival Spirits. I mostly just do obviously the every Saturday afternoon. So. Yeah. It's all I'm always on there, and I'll do solo videos from time to time when I, when I, when I can. Hell yeah! Shout but, yeah. out to everybody with the Carnival Spirits. Hell yeah! And I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. I'll have to do it again. For sure. All right. Yep. Until next time, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>